Good morning, everybody. We're back again. Fantasy Football Yoda Podcast. Dominique. Good morning, everybody. How's it going? Fantasy Football Yoda. It's great coming to you this morning. Hope everybody's having a great morning. Looking forward to week 15. Yeah. I mean, Thursday football, Saturday football, Sunday football, Monday football. I always love the Saturday uh, day games, Tom. What are your take on the Saturday games? I haven't really been able to get up for them or actually, you know, sit down and watch them in recent years because of, you know, work. But I don't think that I would even be much of a fan of it anyway. It just seems totally off. It's just, I don't know. There's a difference between like Thanksgiving having so many games on Thursday and then just the rest of the weeks. I, uh, I'm kind of just expecting there to be, you know, the one Thursday game and then everything on Sunday. It's just a weird vibe. I don't know if I have an actual like list of reasons or any good reasons, honestly, whether or not I'd like Saturday night football or Saturday. Um <laughs> yeah I remember the, I see what you're I, saying I remember the Bucks I Tex- love it I personally love it it was a little bit interesting but also it was just sloppy yeah it was Jameis and Brashad Perryman just getting after it but um let's get into it man Thursday night football so we'll pick all the games, give you all the insights. We'll start with Thursday night. A um, little bit of an interesting one tonight, Dom. You got the Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm coming What's your take on iron, it? Iron, man. I'm taking the upset. I'm taking the upset. Oh, wow. I've said it before. The Raiders are, you know, one of my darlings. I like John Gruden. Kind of like Derek Carr, you know. I like I like <laughs> Josh Jacobs. I just I really like what they're doing. Really, I like I like that they somewhat have an identity. They want to feed Josh Jacobs a lot. That defense, I don't really like. Even though I like some of the players, I like the move. I don't. I didn't know if I like exactly. the move to Vegas right now. I I like it so far. Um, but I see them losing this game. They just yeah. have not. They have not been good recently. You know, they've lost three of their last four, and eked one out against the Jets. Like, come on. You know what I mean? And then should have lost. Yeah, they should have lost that. Dove one. a little bit deeper into it. This is the third worst third down defense in the league. It's bad. Like, it is pretty bad. Let me let me go and look. Yep. I started looking so last week against the Colts. I'm like, okay, you know that's that's a respectable offense. I, I believe the Colts were like nine for nineteen on third down against them. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, that's not too too bad. But then I go back and I'm looking even further. Yeah. Let me, should, let me tell you what the Jets were on third down against them. Jets were five of nine. 
Only nine on third downs. Only nine third downs, but then so then the Falcons, Chiefs. I even went back to the Broncos (laughs) game. The Broncos were seven of fifteen. I'm like, yo, there's there's that's not good. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen might be the two best no. offensive weapons on third down anyway in the entire league. Um, I just don't think it's looking good for the Raiders. I really don't. I kind of wanted to pick them in this game. Chargers got a win last week. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> but it's, it's really just coming yeah. down to that, that third down just being a backbreaker. Raiders have a huge game against Miami next week that, you know, they can't afford to lose this one. But I'm picking them to lose. I'm picking the Chargers 28-24. to It's an interesting pick, Dom. I got to give that to you. I'm going to go with the Raiders in this one. I can't. I really think, even though it's a short week, uh, Paul Gunther, the defensive coordinator, getting fired. It was all planned in the preseason when they hired Rod Marinelli. They all they always knew they had Rod in their back pocket. Um, I think Rod gets a lot out of these boys this week. Uh, Cleveland Farrell's not going to play. Jonathan Abram's not going to play. Uh, I think uh, one of the linebackers isn't going to play. And also Damon Arnett, the cornerback, isn't going to play as well. I'm pretty sure all four of those for the Raiders' defense. So, But, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I mean, who cares who's playing on that Raiders' defense? It's bad regardless. I mean, it's not like those four guys are like huge game changers. I mean, even Abrams. I mean, he may, he does dumb penalties. So the Chargers' defense is just really bad too. There's gonna be a ton of points in this one. Um, I just like the Raiders showing up and trying to get it done today. Like. I fully believe that they're going to play like the more desperate team. I don't like giving teams wins because it's a must win for them and the other team has nothing to play for because that's not how the NFL works. But Anthony Lynn's not a very good coach. It kind of, it kind of just goes back to my theory of uh, Belichick, good coach beats mm-hmm. bad coach. Uh, I think the same thing happens here. I, I mean, talent-wise, the Chargers have all the talent in the world to beat anybody in the NFL, but uh, they never get it done, and they almost blew it last week too. I mean, they ran the ball on third and one with 20 seconds left with no timeouts before the half, and then <laughs> they didn't get it, they, so they couldn't spike it on fourth down. And so they're looking confused, trying to rush the kicking unit on, and the time expired, and everyone's looking like, uh, uh, uh. He even I mean, he come on, zero. Chargers? With zeros on the clock. He still kicked it anyway. Oh, did he? Oh, gosh. I didn't see that. I just saw that like it was zero zero, and I was like, oh, man, that's awful. I just looked away. I couldn't even watch it. It's like, it's just bad, man. So, it, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers win, honestly. Uh, I think Derek Carr and the boys, I think they went off into shootout. I think they win it 38 to 34 Raiders. 
the Raiders over the Chargers. Saturday games, Dom. I love the Saturday games. I know we just talked about it. Buffalo at the Fighting Fangios in Denver. Yeah, I've been saying it all pick? year with Denver. Um, I still respect Fangio and his ability to keep them, you know, somewhat focused and playing hard. Buffalo's, they're a little interesting. You've got the, the Hale Murray, their bye week, and now they've won three straight. And They're good wins, Dom. I looked at their schedule, man. I mean, some, they caught some teams right. in bad scheduling spots, but... I mean, they really. I mean, they they got they their only losses. I really don't count that Cardinals uh, loss, man. They 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 basically won that in my mind. Um, but the Kansas City game that was in the rain and it's Kansas City. I mean, and they kind of banged up on defense. And then the other one was that weird Tuesday night game where they got bombarded by the Titans. So they're legit. They've, they've won these last three games comfortably too. They beat the Chargers 27-17. Yeah. It was, you know, never really in doubt. Then they beat San Fran in a game that I remember I picked the upset. I picked – or, yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we both did. Um, and they handled San Fran the whole time. And then, you know, got the Steelers this past Sunday. And um, – And they'll still will. lose to Kansas City <laughs> in the playoffs. <laughs> I got a 27-22 victory here because, I mean, how is Denver? All they're right. just, what they score? Did they score 37? They scored 30. I think it was 34. Or 32. 32. I think yeah. it was 32-27 last week. Last week is, you know, a miracle for them. Um. So I, I don't yep. see them hitting that. I got 27-22. I think this is actually going to be, you know, a fairly uh, good game, maybe a little bit sloppy because, you know, of the two teams that we have playing and because they have good defenses at times. And they have – the Bills and the Broncos are two teams that, you know, I always expect them to play tough. And so with that, I think that they're, they're going to – they're going to be fumbles or they're going to be sacks. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be hustle plays. Um, so that's why I like the Bills to, to only win 27-22. Yeah. I don't know if they covered a spread or not. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, they wouldn't cover yeah. it. Uh, it's minus six. Spread, but they'll still get the win. I'm, I'm right there with you. Drew Locke looked actually pretty good in the highlights last week. I still don't know if I can buy him, or maybe not even necessarily him. Uh, Pat Shermer. I mean, I think I've talked enough about how I don't really care for Pat Shermer. Um, The interesting thing about the Broncos is that they like to run the ball, and Buffalo is bad against the run. The only thing is... The reason why Buffalo gets away with it is because Buffalo is always ahead. They always get out to a nice lead. And so it doesn't really matter if the other team is running the ball or not because the other teams have to throw. And 
Denver's cornerbacks are are really bad. They're like third string players and rookies. Um, I don't know about the front seven. I think the front seven's still all right, pretty pretty good. But I expect Josh Allen. I think John Brown's coming off IR this week too. So John Brown's back in the mix. I think Buffalo has. Uh, it's a weird spot for him. It really is. Uh, I mean, they're flying high. They got New England next week. I almost want to pick the right. upset here. I really do. I already picked an upset, so I'm. But. Yeah, and I'm looking at all the other games, and I'm trying to think of upsets too. But I, I like Buffalo, and I like McDermott. Uh, McDermott's mindset. I really don't care for McDermott, honestly. Um, but I, I like how he has his team ready to battle every week. I think Buffalo just proves to be a little bit too much. Drew Locke is, t- is turnover prone, and this defense will turn you over. So I think Buffalo gets short field. I think they jump out to a, like a fourteen to three, fourteen to seven lead, maybe even seventeen seven. Denver's trying to get back like in the third quarter, more mistakes happen, some type of game like that, and it ends up being like a, like a 26-14 right. game or something like that. Um, or it could be really close. I don't know, but that, that's what I lean. I lean, I lean Buffalo winning 26-14. I leave it at that. Wouldn't be surprised if Denver pulls the upset. Wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo wins late, like 23-20. But that, that's my feel on the game. Um, the next game, I guess I'll just keep going, Dom. The Saturday night, Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. And both Buffalo and Green Bay, I don't – I smell I smell something there, man. I don't know if it's a strong smell, but Carolina – has the ability to beat basically anybody in the NFL. And that offense with Teddy, Teddy two gloves can move the ball. And they got DJ Moore's back from the COVID list. Bobby Anderson, Curtis Samuel. McCaffrey's not going to play in this one. Mike Davis is doing well. And it's just, it's like the Chiefs game all over again for the Panthers because the Packers don't have a good defense or they have a good secondary, but they're lackadaisical. I think, I think that's the best way to put it. They're not, they're not a focused group. They're an undisciplined group. They have a whole bunch of talent, especially in the front four and in the back four, back five and nickel situations. They got great corners, pretty good safeties, uh, Pretty good defensive line. Linebackers are, are not awful either, but they just don't play well as a group. So it, that's what makes this interesting, and that's what makes it. I mean, there's gonna be a lot of points in this one. You can mark that. You can mark that down. Take it to the bank. Lots of points in this one. Carolina gets the 24 easily. Aaron Rodgers said yesterday in a press conference that he's excited that he has a chance to win his third MVP. What does that mean? It means he's going to throw for at least three touchdowns this week, and they're going to get into like 30 points. So I'm going to go one possession game here. I'm going to go 34-27 Packers. Packers proved to be a little bit too much. 
But again, I would not be surprised if Green Bay lays an egg in this one. I would not be surprised one bit. That defense cannot be trusted. Carolina is a disciplined head coach. They don't have any great players on defense, and that's why they give up points. It's not because they're undisciplined. They're just getting out outmanned. So Carolina could play scrappier and harder and end up winning it. I would not be surprised, but I got the Packers 34-27. I feel, I feel the opposite. I've, I feel that this is, this is blowout written all over it. I remember this game – this game happened last year. Um, I think they're calling maybe for a little bit of snow. I remember it was a little snowy last year. It was a nice game. Um, they had McCaffrey, though. I think it was a yep. 24-17 Packers win. It was at a time, though, that the Panthers yeah, were still like that. You know, in the hunt for the playoffs. Um, I just don't see it. At, at one point in the year, I was, like, giving – Matt Rule, a lot of credit, like, whoa, these Panthers are actually, you know, formidable. And now I just, I don't feel it at all. They've got one win in the last, like, two months, and that was a home win against Detroit. But even last week, just feeling that game, I was hesitant to, on who I was picking. And then for Denver to come out like that, I just, I don't like what Carolina's putting out there. I agree that their their offense is still doing still exceeding expectations, I would say, especially with McCaffrey out. But because yeah. there's a little bit of familiarity with the game being played last year, it was a, it was semi-close. This Carolina pass defense is not that good. I like what you um, – I like the point you brought up about Rodgers saying yeah. it would mean a lot to win a third MVP. I expect him to shred that defense. I like the Packers score five touchdowns at least. I got – For uh, sure. I got a 35 sure. to 15 Green Bay win because the last thing that's on my mind is the last time we saw the Panthers uh, play like an early, an earlier game. I, I, I guess, I guess that can apply here. But I'm thinking about that Thursday night game at home against Atlanta, and Atlanta just got after them. So now you have another short week yeah. with this game being on Saturday, and you're on the road which makes it um, even a little bit shorter. So I'm not expecting them to come out and, and, and play that smoothly. I like the Packers. You're making me feel a lot better about picking Green Bay to win. I think they're um, going to cover, though, that minus nine. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I, I Yeah, that's a big cover, man. I, don't, I really don't know about that. I think Carolina covers that, honestly. Um, but I do like Green Bay to win. Uh, you're right, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. It's it's magic time in the cold. Southern team like the Panthers traveling to the Packers. It does make a difference. It really does. Um, let's get to the Sunday slate. Sunday slate, Dom. Pack. No oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before we do that, I gotta hit. We gotta uh, hit the go. Pack. Yeah. Go. Uh, <laughs> Go, Pat, go. <laughs> hey, on a side note, on a side note, I think the Packers, they get home field. I think they're going to the Super Especially Bowl, man. if there's a little winter wonderland going on and it's just snowing. Yep. Yep. Okay, let's get to Sunday slate, man. Um, 
most exciting game, Dom? Let's start with yours. All right. My most exciting game this week. It's really only between two things. However, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to the nation's capital. I'm going to go with Seattle at Washington. Stop, Dom. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Don't I'm do this again, it. Dom. I like Seattle to win easily this week. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is going to play probably. Alex Smith is banged up. Uh, come on, man. There's no way. This is worse than Colt McCoy and the Giants. Redskins. Excuse me. Please forgive me. This Washington football team defense is juiced up and energized, man. And they they're gonna feast on Seattle's. Let me let me not paint the picture that way because I still have them losing. But I like this to be an exciting game because that defense is gonna terrorize that terrible Seattle offense of line. However. It's gonna. It, we're gonna need some big boy plays from DK Metcalf going to get. I I don't I don't really understand how the Redskins' pass defense is that good, unless like literally just that defensive line. Like statistically speaking, unless that defensive line is literally just creating anything. Because I don't I trust any of those. I don't trust anybody in their secondary. Not one of their corners. I, I'm like, are they really covering Me that well? Me I know Ron Rivera. Their safeties aren't that good right. either. They're, they've been playing better. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Jack Del Rio. They're kind of old school. They do. They put little twists on their cover three and stuff, and it looks what it looks good. But we're gonna need some big boy. Right. The linebackers right. are awful they in just, pass coverage. Sense to me statistically, but we're we're gonna need Boston. some big boy plays from DK Metcalf. We're gonna need some big boy Russ scrambling, making. You know, crazy athletic plays, dropping dimes in there. And this red, this Washington team, I almost called them Redskins yeah. again. This Washington team is hot, man. They're hot. They just yeah. finished a three-game road streak. They won all three of their games. They're, they won the last four won the in a row. the last four in a row. Like, they're hot, man. They, 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 they want to go win this division. They want to, you know. Show the rest of the league that they're capable. I still like Seattle to win. It just always seems like I feel like I feel like that we've we've seen this game a few times. I remember the RG three, um, Trent Williams punching Richard Sherman after the game, the uh, playoff game back in 2012 with this one. Yeah, I remember a, yeah. a wild, crazy, kind of meaningless game. I think it was like 2016, 2017. I think Josh Dotson caught a touchdown. In like the last seconds, like it always seems like, like just just living this close, I know a lot about Washington. Their last playoff game was against Seattle, all the way back yeah. in um, 2012. But then also in uh, 20. Oh no, never mind, never mind. That, that's 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 inaccurate. But um, yeah, the Packers. It was the Packers. I, think. I completely forgot about Kirk Cousins. Um. But before yeah. that, their um, 2005 trip to Seattle, I believe. Like, I just remember quite a few Washington and Seattle games. Um, 
And it always seems like an interesting NFC matchup. And this one is no different to me. You know, that Seattle defense is, is better, but um, Haskins is going to be able to make a few throws. You know what I mean? McLaurin, McLaurin can have a uh, – McLaurin could have, uh, a, have a little bit of a day. I don't like Haskins. I think he's awful. I don't know. I'm just – I'm telling you. I really think this one could be exciting. I like the Seahawks to win 29-23. But I'm expecting some high-energy plays, some intense plays, but also, you know, some – playmaking ability to be shown, you know, from Russ, from the receivers, whatever the case is. I like this game. I really do. 29 What's your 20, score, Dom? Seattle, there. I got a few more notes. Seattle's 3-3 three and three on oh, the road. Gosh. They're 2-1 right now against the NFC East. Their, la- their loss was the, the Giants' loss. They, um, and then Washington's won four straight including a three-game road streak. Now they have a homecoming. How great How great do you think they feel that they just spent the last three weeks, they went all the way out to the Bay Area, they went up to Pittsburgh. I forget the uh, first road game they had, but. but they beat the Bengals yeah, and they, they beat the Dallas, Cowgirls. Then they went to Pittsburgh, then they went all the way out to California, man. Now they're finally going to play on their home turf. What are, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? I got to jump in. Uh, yeah, I got to jump in. Alex Smith's calf is hurting. The one that he got surgery on. Um, He's basically not a mobile quarterback like he used to be anyways this year. He's not 100%. If he plays this week, it's looking like he's not going to be 100%. What does that mean? means Dwayne Haskins is going to start this football game. And what does that mean? Seattle's going to win probably by two possessions. It might not be comfortable, but um, if Washington scores 22 points on offense, now again, they, they've been scoring 20 points, but that's because their defense is, you know, scoring <laughs> or they're uh, giving the ball in good field position for the offense. I don't think Russ has been turning it over, man. He has this year. I don't think he turns it over this week. I really don't. Um, his turners are too high. Someone's got to balance out. You know that means he probably doesn't turn the ball over much the rest of the way. Because at the end of the year, season stats, they're not going to look too wonky. They're not going to look too weird. He's going to balance it out. Um, if Seattle doesn't turn the ball over, like I don't think they're going to. I think they win this one semi-comfortable. It might be a one-possession game for a while just because I respect that defense in Washington. But it's going to be too much for Washington. I I see the game going like 13-6 to for like a long time, and then Seattle might get a late touchdown, win it 20-6. to Um, I will be shocked. I will be absolutely shocked if Dwayne Haskins gets 22 offensive points. Um, and the other thing is Seattle, when they play good defenses, you know, they don't 
They struggle to get into the 20s too. So that's why I got 20 to 6 as my final score. Um, Seattle, I like them in this spot. They know they got to win. They still got a chance to win the division. Um, Washington knows they don't believe in Dwayne Haskins. Alex Smith is hurt. Uh, Seattle's defense is playing a lot better. Give me Seattle for sure in that one. Um, my most exciting game. I mean, we all know who the he- most exciting game is, but that's our heavy that's our heavy game bout, and so can't talk about that one. But I'm gonna go to Minneapolis, Minnesota, <sighs> with Kirky, Kirky Cousins, Kirky. Uh, I hate Kirky. Well, I like Kirky. He's funny. He's funny to watch play football, and he's he's just like a he's a funny guy. Um, he's, he's a weird, quirky guy, quirky, quirky. Uh, but I'm interested in Money Mitch, man. <laughs> oh Money Mitch, Chicago. So sorry, Chicago Bears. At the Minnesota Vikings, if you guys don't know all the people I'm talking about, that's my most the exciting Chicago game. Bears. <laughs> right. Those guys at the Vikings. And it's just interesting because Money Mitch has looked amazing. He has a better uh record career wise than Deshaun Watson does. And he beat him last week. I know Deshaun didn't have anybody. I know Houston's defense is awful. They gave up 80-yard touchdown to Montgomery. I mean, come on. That defense is a joke. And then they played a worse defense the week before in the Lions. The Lions are a joke. So do I think Money Mitch is the truth? No. But, hey, maybe he is starting to be it. I mean, we'll find out. And that's why it's my most exciting game. And then on the other side, Kirky is hilarious. He's exciting to watch just because you just don't know what he's going to do, man. And Dalvin Cook is also fun. And then I love the Bears defense. Um, and then I have, I want to see if Chicago can do this thing or not. I want to see if they can win. And that's why it's my most exciting game. I, I am pulling the trigger on this one, Dominique. I have got the upset. I've got the Chicago Bears. <laughs> I got the Bears. I got the Bears, man. I got them. Uh, especially if Eric Hendricks doesn't play for the Vikings. But there's some juice, man. There is some juice. It's a, it's a divisional matchup. I think the Vikings are phony. Not as phony as the Titans are, but I think the Vikings are like phony, man. Kirky is phony. I got the Bears. Uh, a little bit of points in this one. Little bit, little bit of points. Twenty six, twenty. Chicago over the Vikings. Ooh, this one the most exciting. I remember the last time. That, so they played yes, Monday. Sir. Night. What was it? A nineteen thirteen win. And and yep, I like found that. that that like the last Nick Foles. Eight times these two teams have met, like the winner hasn't gone over 25 points or something. So it's just like ugly to me. This game, like this seems to be the only team that can stop Dalvin. You know, like he just had a he had a productive day against the Bucks, uh, whose run defense is statistically. He did. Good. 
Very productive. But the Bears are always able to stop him. And I just went and looked. He had 30 carries for 96 yards in that Monday night meeting. But I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to pick Minnesota. Do I love to pick? No. Oh, I thought you were picking the Bears with me. I was getting excited. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the Vikings um, defense, it's it's tough to say that they've been been getting better, but that's really Nah, no air. But anybody should either. look better yeah. against Money Mitch, man. I'm done with Money Mitch. I've been. I just. <laughs> they beat the Texans last <laughs> week, man. Come on, let's be real here. It's Money Mitch. I'm not riding with them. They throttle those boys, no, though. They throttle them somehow, some way. Dalvin's able to get it going this time. They have a few. <laughs> Dragged them. <laughs> they have a few wrinkles or something. I don't believe they did a good job covering. I think who was it? Jefferson had a huge night that Monday night game. A few or last month or whatever. I forget, man. I know feeling that like a one hand touchdown catch or something over a uh, hundred yards for sure. And uh, yeah, eight for probably five was Jefferson's. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the rock with the Vikings 26-24. This game just never really interests me. And and when it, when every time it's played in Chicago, if if it's not at night, it just looks even more weird to me. Just the colors, just the dull purple and just thank goodness this one's in the <laughs> dome this time. Maybe it'll be a little bit faster, but I feel like that game every time in Chicago. Oh, it's so every true time it's about in Chicago, being in Chicago. Man, it's always so cold. You always see oh, the yeah, feels see like the twilight zone. It's, it's like some witchcraft too, going on. <laughs> People wearing purple. Oh my gosh! It's as Big Ten as Big Ten gets. Like, oh my gosh, that that should be played on Halloween <laughs> night every year. It's all, the, the the Soldier Field is always just just brown. It's a weird field, weird vibe. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, like who's doing the grass keeping in Soldier Field? They build a new Soldier Field. The grass still looks the same. Game, I, I definitely like a one-score game. I see Minnesota minus three. Uh, I guess I have Chicago covering at 26-24 Vikings. It's just going to come down to Money Mitch or Kirky making a mistake, you know? And so – I'm feeling like Money Mitch makes that mistake this time. You're surprising me that this one this one is your uh, most exciting game. I just I did not see that. Take take it to the bank, Dom. I have a strong gut feeling. Chicago Bears. They're gonna pull the upset, man. I'm telling you, I know it's gonna happen. You know, it could be a one one score Uh, game. I feel really, really good about that, so that could make it exciting. But to be honest, the other one I was thinking of, and the one I thought you were going to go with, is New England at Miami. That was the other one I was thinking about, Mr. Miller. I mean, let's transition right into I'm done with Mitch and Kirky. I'm done with those boys, man. Let's move on. Patriots. Miami Dolphins, Dom. I mean, Take it away, one, man. 
this is this is the time that you need to show. Obviously, Miami has has a, a track record of actually beating New England. You know, in late in the season or in Miami, I think it's both really. I know last year. Yeah, and t- Tom Brady actually said last week that he's not moving back to the Northeast again, and he said that it did feel weird when he was in New England going to Miami. He said it felt weird. It's it is different in advance for Miami, but then also, New England's been in Los Angeles for like a week and a half. I know. I mean, well, not anymore. I mean, they were in a week right. and a half now and back in New England, but. I don't know. I'm not sure their body's back used to the cold, so I, just, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Obviously, we know all the familiarity between the coaching staffs and the players, and Miami lost this game week one, you know, and now they're obviously the better team. They're 8-5, and five, New England 6-7, and seven, so they have to prove it, right? They This is, this is a big game for them. This is a, a really big game. This is a game that they need. Yep. Um and then I know looking forward, they got the Raiders next week. And they're, you know, they're scrapping. They're fighting. Like, I, I, I want to say this. I want to I put this on record. The Miami Dolphins are fighting the hardest for their playoff lives over anybody. And so you got yeah. to beat your big brother. I'm going to put over them over the Ravens. Yeah. I think the Ravens are coasting, really. They got, they got, they wow. got the Jags this week. Come on. <laughs> And then they got the Giants and the but the Dolphins, man, they're fighting. They they want to make the playoffs. They have made a quicker turnaround than some people thought. Like, you know, this was a, a, a bad bad team. They went to the playoffs in um, what was that? 2016, 2017 playoffs. Just got thrashed yeah, by your Steelers so with Matt Moore, and then you know had high hopes. Tannehill, gets yeah, hurt. then. Just Cutler comes in. They're just right. bad. They they don't have any real direction. They don't even have any. And then since the moment they drafted Christian Wilkins and he, you know, showed all that excitement on stage and stuff. Now you know they hire Flores, and yeah. it just seems like they love each other. They're playing together, but that turnaround still was quicker than I thought it would be. And they want to prove it, so they want to make the playoffs. I like them to get this win, and. I think it's going to be tough, but give me the fish 24 to 19. 24 to 19. They're able to put the Patriots out of their misery. I got the upset. No. Got the Patriots. Bill Belichick versus rookie quarterback. Take two, part two. Herbert was the main entree. He's going to finish up Tua for dessert. Easy work. Um, yeah, Tua, rookie quarterback. They can't run the ball. New England can't stop the run the best, but they're doing better against it. But um, Tua's going to have to throw to win eventually because that defense in Miami's not good. They give up so many yards. They're good at keeping teams out of the end zone, which is the most important thing. And they're good at making turnovers. And Cam Newton likes to turn the ball over. So I can understand people saying, oh, Miami, they'll find a way to win it. 
I'm not going to discredit that at all. Um, but they're New England's just going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball down Miami's throat. They're soft. They can't stop the run. And they're going to control the game. And then on the backside, on New England's defense, they got all that secondary against really poor receiving options in Miami. And Tua's not going to be able to throw to open guys. And he's probably going to get intercepted again this week. Short field, I like the Patriots. Patriots just got a ground and pound, man. It's going to be their game. Ground and pound, ground and pound. Um, if they can stick to that, ground and pound, they're going to win this game easily. Um, that's kind of the direction I'm going for, going with, too. I think Miami gets a late score. I think uh, 23-17, New England Patriots over the Miami Fish. The Fish over the Dolphins. I had to pick upsets, Dom, somewhere because those large favorites, I don't see it, man. I, I, I want to try to feel it. Like, I mean, let, let's go to the next one. The next one that I, I felt like had some type of upset potential was, was uh, Philadelphia yeah. um, at Arizona. Um, I'll, t- I'll talk about it. Um, the Eagles have injuries, more injuries. They already th- they've had injuries all year, but they have even more injuries. Um, Jason Peters is done for the year. I don't know if that was last game, like they decided that or whatever. Um, but apparently, whatever five offense linemen they had out there, they played somewhat uh, well. I don't think Jalen Hurst got sacked um, in the second half or maybe the entire game, if I heard that correctly. Um, <clears throat> and Arizona's defense isn't the best. So, I mean, I do like points in this game. But on the other side of the ball, Arizona has all their wide receivers healthy. And Rodney McLeod, the safety for the Eagles, is out for the year. Darius Slay Jr. in concussion protocol. And the people in concussion protocol this year, they haven't been coming back the next week, man. They have been out at least two weeks, maybe three weeks in some cases. I really don't think Darius Slay plays. So you're taking the two and – and Avante Maddox is hurt. Not that I really like Avante Maddox. So that's the only thing. I don't think Hurts can keep pace with the Cardinals. Um, that's just my feelings. I mean, maybe they do, and that's the only reason I think Philadelphia has a chance. Out of all the large favorites of six-point favorites, seven-point favorites – and above, because usually one of those teams loses the minus seven point favorites every week. But this week, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't really see it. But if there's a game, this is the game where I think it could happen. So my final score, though, I think Arizona is able to outscore Philadelphia uh, slightly. I got I got them uh, 27 to 20. The birds over the birds. Red birds I'm, over the I'm eagles. Like literally stride for stride with you there. I have twenty six to twenty. And yeah, the Cardinals did show me I had them losing to the Giants last week. So they showed me that they're I still I still don't believe in them. I still don't I still don't know if they'll make the playoffs or yeah. lose in heartbreaking fashion, whatever the case is. Even if they make the playoffs, I still don't trust them. But yeah, they showed yeah. me that. Um the Eagles I picked over the Saints last week. 
but they just they just don't have enough. And at some point, like it's it's cool that you have a little more energy, a little more juice with Jalen Hurts or whatever it is, but you just don't have enough, and you're just so banged up. I mean, like you said, they just yeah, their list has to be twice as long, or at least it feels like it's twice as long as anybody else's right. in the league as far as injuries. Um, so yeah, I'm going with Arizona twenty six to twenty. I'm not too excited about this game. Um, I think both teams are going to play hard, so it will be a good game, but just not not my liking, not my kind of taste. Uh, I don't think there'll be too many big plays. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to have to be Hurts doing what he does to move mm-hmm. the ball down the field, and I don't know that Arizona will be able to, you know, strike big, and they'll, they'll have to, you know, first down, first down, first down, move it down the field also, so – I like them to get a tough, yeah. gritty win, twenty-six to twenty. I'm with you, man. A lot of these, it's 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 no nobody makes you feel comfortable with these big spreads and the upsets. Um, so yeah, you got to find upsets here and there. Yeah. Right now, the only one I think that I have is is the Chargers over the Raiders. But yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I I, I do have to say this. I mean, I love NFL. I love Sunday, but. The Sunday slate this week, it, it is, is bad. It's a bad slate, man. There's a bunch of games, snoozers, drubbings, yeah. like can all over in, the place. Can we get into some of the snoozers? Bad teams. Take it away, Dom. Talk about a couple if you want, man. Baltimore is hot. We're reeling. Huh? Minshew's back, though. Minshew is back. Let's let James Robinson have his 13 carries for 70 yards like he does every week. Let's let Minshew have his nice touchdown <laughs> where he's making people miss in the pocket and throws it. So, okay, we get 13 points. But how in the world are we going to stop Lamar Jackson? We're not. 40-13 to 13 Baltimore. Snooze unless you have fantasy football players that you're worried about in this one. And if you have Lamar Jackson, I expect him to – Follow up his big performance from Monday night, man. And it's, it's in Baltimore. All right, I'll swipe this one away, in Baltimore. please. All right, birds. I'll jump in real quick. Um, Baltimore defense concerned me though, man. That really concerned me. But the only thing is, is because. Baltimore's run defense is still very good, but it's not like it's been in the past with C.J. Mosley. Um, it's still very good, but that's the reason why the Browns scored all those points is because they're able to run the ball on them. And whenever you're able to run the ball on the team, it opens up play action pass. And that's Kevin Stefanski's wheelhouse. So it's no surprise that Baker was able to score some points on them. Um, Jacksonville, they're not going to be able to run the ball like the Brown, like the Brownies did against, uh, the Ravens. So that's the case. Then that plays into the back end turnovers for Minshew. Snoozer, complete snoozer. Um, I don't think the Ravens get to 40. I do think they coast when they get to 30. I got 33 to 13 over the Jaguars. Jets, What's your Jets next snoozer, Dom? You know, obviously oh, 100%. the two worst teams anyway. 27-13 right now I got. Jets spending another week on the West Coast. Just got drubbed up there at Seattle. 
got rolled. Same old, <laughs> you know, SoCal Jared Goff, who's not going to be able to just, you know, dominate them and put up 45. Yeah. It's going to be the SoCal Bobby Woods on the injury report. So, you know, a little bit slower of a game. 27-13 Rams. Just snooze as it gets, man. Snooze as it gets. Yeah. Yeah, I'll jump in here, Tom. Uh, Jets had no heart last week at Seattle, man. They had actually they they were still heartbroken over that loss Lost to uh, the Raiders. I mean, literally, literally, man, they had no heart, absolutely no heart. We'll see if they bounce back this week. Um, I'm kind of interested about this. I mean, Los Angeles will win, but New York has all their players healthy on offense, um, and they have talent. I just I'm waiting for them to show something like they did against the Raiders where, I mean, they showed up and they put up some points. I know they're capable of it. Uh, just not this week against the Rams, let me make, man. Let me make a um, prediction for this one. I, Aaron Donald, three cents. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, Jets are dumb enough they might single block him. Yeah, I could see that for sure. <laughs> Um, I think Los Angeles doesn't play around in this one. I really don't think so. I think they get to 30 points. There might be two defensive touchdowns, and that's the only reason why, because mm, Jared Goff, man, he's just – oh, gosh. I'm glad he's not my quarterback. Uh, I got 33 to – I like 13. I like that score for the Jets, Tom. I do. 33 to 13. Rams over the Jets. Don, what's Let's your next to, uh, one, man? Atlanta, please. Or uh, I, I might be reaching a little bit with this one, but I am tired of this Tampa Bay offense. Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, LaShawn McCoy, Ronald Jones, Fortinet, Gronk like Gronky. Literally the A listers of our generation. The tens, yeah, two thousand tens. They put up twenty six against the Vikings, man. I was expecting to see, you know, the action packed movie. Like, oh my gosh, he did it again. I can't ever get it, yeah. man. I'm tired of it. This Atlanta offense ain't gonna. I don't think something's off against this Buccaneers defense. I think Tampa Bay wins another one that's just lackluster, and you know. Not worthy of you watching it from beginning to end. I like the Bucks twenty-seven to nineteen. I don't know. I might be reaching a little bit with this one, but this is a snooze for me, man. I gotta jump in here, Dom. Um, I watched that Tampa Bay Minnesota game a lot of it last week because I need to know what the heck is going on with Tampa Bay, man. I need to know. Hey, did the bye week help? Did it hurt? Um, and one thing I've noticed this year is that teams coming off of the bye week, they're not sharp, man. They're they're just sluggish out the gate. All these teams, like most of these teams going off the bye. And that's, that's kind of how I felt about Tampa Bay last week. Um, they look sluggish. But it's like it's just some of the same stuff that was happening before the bye week that, you know, if Julio Jones plays – it makes me a little nervous because Atlanta's still fighting. And 
Atlanta's not going to be able to run the ball, so it's just going to be a completely one-dimensional game. But the secondary for the Bucks is awful, man. Oh, my gosh, man. 24. Is that Carlton Davis? He is trash. Absolute trash. All, all those guys back there are trash, man. Um, so... I don't know, man. I, I I'm kind of nervous about the Bucks in this one, honestly. I I don't think so. I think they f- they figure out a way to win it. Um, but this has got a little smell to the upset, man. It really does. because uh, Tampa Bay's offense, they're just not clean. I don't know. They do dumb stuff, dumb play calling. Ronald Jones, I don't think he's gonna play this week either. And it's like, yeah, Fournette was playing better. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be so concerned, but. Fournette's not running the ball very well. LaShawn McCoy looks old because he is old. Um, Atlanta's been stopping the run pretty well in general. So now you're asking Tommy to throw it, man. I, I see a lot. Of, I see a low-scoring game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty to sixteen Buccaneers over the Falcons. Ugh. Can we please? I'm sorry. Can we? Can we skip ahead? Can we get this? Monday night game out of the way, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to get that please. one out of the way, too. I got Pittsburgh 30, 33 to 12. Oh, it's so bad. With these with <clears throat> these bad teams, the Jets, the Jags, the Bengals, I just, I never know what score to give them. 12 and 13. I don't know. That's just, that's what I would, <laughs> it could be 0 could be 0. Just, it could be 3. 12 or 13, you know, to kick off or turn back for a touchdown or at least set them up in good field position, a turnover, you know, puts them at the five-yard line, whatever the case is. But yeah, just, uh, please, this this one, you know, is one that you certainly are going to be doing something else if you just have the game on Monday night for this one. Just like, okay, yeah, I got more time to do this tonight. Yeah. What the heck are the Bengals going to – what are they going to do, man? What are they going to do? Man, if Joey Jug was playing, I'd be excited yeah. about yeah. this one. But I'll jump in, Dom. Brandon Allen, that guy is awful. He is awful. I mean, he's not doing anything for them. They they should really try Finley at this point. Um, Pittsburgh, finally. They played their three games in 12 days. Finally. And they get an extra week to prepare. I mean, an extra day to prepare this week. They're going to be rested. They're going to play a lot better this week. Uh, this is going to be a complete snoozer, man. Don't even want to talk about it anymore. Well-rested Pittsburgh team against a bad Cincinnati Bengals team. I got 27 to 6. <laughs> 27 six. to 6. Steelers over the Bengals. Who's next, Dom? Who's next on yeah, this awful Sunday awful slate? Sunday slate, more so um, empathy though, not awful. Just poor Deshaun Watson at Indianapolis. Poor Romeo Cornell. Oh. Indy's rolling. Indy's rolling. Jonathan Taylor's been hot recently. Um, that Texans defense has yep. been the exact opposite of hot. Oh, they're awful. They got they're they're one of the top three. I know we talk about bad defenses. They're they're top three bad 100%. defense, man. I don't I don't like this one too much. Indy should coast. I like thirty five sixteen Colts. Yeah, I'll jump in, Dom. 
Um, Houdini, man. I mean, that's the perfect uh, th- person to describe to Sean Watson. Um, he didn't have Brandon Cooks last week. He's running out of people to throw to, man. He really doesn't have anybody to throw to anymore. And they can't run the ball. They're not going to be able to run the ball against the Colts. I think Deshaun Watson, he'll he'll try really hard for, for the first half, get bad, frustrated. Uh, oh, is he? Okay, that helps a lot. Um, I mean, they almost beat the Colts in the first meeting, and really nothing's changed. So, I don't know, man. It's division opponent. It makes me a little thing. But even with all that said, Indy at home, lock them in. I got it. Uh, they'll get to 30. I got 30 on the nose, 30 to 13 Colts over the Texans. What else do we have? Um, I'll pick one, Dom. I'll, I'll, not Tennessee, Detroit. Oh, let's get this one out of the way. <laughs> like, literally all these games, man. All These these games oh, are no, some bad games, Dom. Uh, uh, with Chase Daniel? It, Stafford's it not going to play, man. It's pretty much 100%. They, the trainers have basically said there's no way he's going to play. Stafford mm-hmm. says he's not ruling himself out. But uh, no you know, way, man. No you know, way Chase at all. Chase still going to convert uh, third I, downs against that terrible Tennessee defense. <laughs> he can. He can. I mean, uh, but the thing, he needs Kenny Galladay. I don't know if Kenny Galladay is going to play this. He hasn't played in like the whole year. Um, if Kenny G plays, it, it's, it makes it a little interesting with Chase Daniel, just a little bit. But, I mean, bro, that defense for Detroit, I think that's the worst one in the league, man. I, I can't think of any other worse defense than the Lions. They have got to be number one worst defense. Um, <laughs> King Henry, another 100, 100 yard rushing day. Big hand, man. I I mean, they're going to be cruising. I mean, bro, teams score 30 against the Lions like it's nothing. I've never seen people get to 30 so easily. It's like college football, man. Like, seriously, it's like college football. Uh, 34-17 Titans over yeah, the Lions. That, that's why I'm excited. I want to see Derrick Henry's 12-yard run and then – A.J. Brown's 60-yard touchdown, and then... You're right. It's yeah. not a snoozer. It's, it's just a drubbing. But I actually have... I thought Stafford would play or that he would still... So, let me take the points down a little bit. <clears throat> but I'm going Tennessee 38-20 to 20 because we still know how bad that... We still know how bad that... Yeah, I like it. ...is for Tennessee. Um Right. The Jaguars should have scored right. more last week. They were in the red zone. Right. They just couldn't put it in late. Like two or three times they were like they were. So big hen to have a nice, you know. <laughs> so since we're talking about lions, let's talk about, you know, how you yep. always see the a lion pride, they're eating a meal together. <laughs> Let's talk about how <laughs> I think Big Hen is going to have plenty enough to eat and Tannehill is going to have plenty to eat. And A.J. Brown is going to have plenty to eat. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, all oh, around. Yeah. Corey Davis. 
Jonu Smith, one of those tight ends. You want to get in on the mix? Who knows? Maybe they play action and throw it to one of those uh, eligible offensive linemen like they do. Linemen. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the game for that. Oh, you hit it on the head, man. Uh, Two games left before a heavy game bout, Dom. I mean, let's uh... – Oh, man, I don't want to talk about any of these games. These games are so bad this Sunday, man. Let's go San Francisco at Dallas, Dom. Take it away. I don't want to talk about much, but it was a little tricky for me to pick, you know, like what Dallas team are we going to see. It's not like like there's, you know, there's a big gap in between the Dallas team that beat Cincinnati and the one that, you know, loses. They just – played a terrible Cincinnati team that has nothing to play for. But San Fran hasn't looked great this week. But I, I, as I kept thinking about it, I was just like, let's let, let's just go with the team. Let's just go with San Fran. You know, you expect them to be better. They've got the better coaching right now. they got the better players, a more cohesive unit. Um, Mostert looking a little shaky, but – Whoever gets, you know, yeah. the 15 carries, the bulk of the carries for the 49ers, I like them to go over 100 yards. So give me the 49ers, 28 to 17. Um, yeah. I was a little just annoyed looking at this game. Like, ugh, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, ugh, I don't, I don't That's know. It's annoying. Dallas, are you going to actually show up? Either way, that defense. Yeah. 28 17, Niners. It encapsulates all my feelings about this Sunday slate. It's like a game I'm annoyed about. I don't know who. I don't want to watch it. I don't know who's going to win. It's weird. It's ugly. Nothing to play for, really. It's like, ah, it's awful, man. Uh, Mullins is an awful quarterback. He is panic mode, man. He's the king of panic. He, He took the throne from Jimmy G. He is the king of panic. Um... I got Dallas winning this one. I think everything points to a better coach, better run game, better defense. Mike McCarthy is the better coach. Um, No, I'm saying, like, I mean, like, you would think everything leans Uh towards the 49ers. Better coach, uh, better run game, better defense. But San Francisco, they have not been in California in a really long time. This is like their third road game. I mean, I I think we saw a little bit of them last week just kind of giving up, just kind of like, oh, uh, like, you know, this is just annoying. This season's annoying. 2020's annoying. Now they're going at Dallas. Um, I expect them to be professionals. You know, they'll play hard. I think that Dallas defense makes Nick Mullins make a mistake. And I still think 49ers run the ball on them all day and night. And they get into the 20s. But I think Dallas, I think they're able to get some points. I'll go uh, 24-23 Dallas over San Fran. Uh, Don't know why I like Dallas in this spot. It's just my gut feeling. Um, they really shouldn't be able to do anything against San Francisco's defense, but um, who knows, man? Uh, I don't <laughs> even like that game. 
<laughs> Thomas, get let, let's get to the second to last game of the week, man. Before we talk about the only exciting heavyweight bout of the week, well, there's a couple. There's like four games that are interesting, but uh, Cleveland at New York. Daniel Jones doubtful to play. He's got a hamstring injury and another leg injury. No one knows what it's, it's about. Good news for the Giants. Um, <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Cole. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll I'll take this away, Dom. I don't even want to talk about this one that much. I got the Browns winning. I got Stefanski. Uh, Giants have a tough defense, but man, I'm telling you that Cleveland run game is a neutralizer to all great defenses. And Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, I mean, is the neutralizer. So Nick Chubb's gonna have his way. He's gonna be able to run. He's gonna be able to keep the the Giants uh, on their heels a little bit. It's going to open up Baker to throw the ball, and I expect a nice low-scoring uh, game. Uh, good, like, uh, we'll go 20-13. to 13. Browns over the Giants. I got, got nothing else. I'm done with them. 27-17 Brownies, but this is the exact way that you have to look at this game. Even though you want to respect the Giants, you just you have to look at it that way. That run – game is just a beast man and at some point at some point it's a beast even if okay let's say that they are able to stop it baker's able to make that one back breaking throw you know for a touchdown and then the the run game comes back the next drive and punches you in the mouth like at some point Right, they're gonna get right. soft and they're gonna hit you right. where it hurts. Yep, it just weighs just wears you down. down, man. That is a big physical old line that they do a good job. Those backs run hard. Like, I really, really enjoy Big Hen and the Titans, but I really enjoy. Big backs. But this Cleveland run game might be the most fun to watch. It might be. Yeah. Drafting Jedrick Wills. It's and the Jack most Conklin, fun, man. You could see where their mindset was, and it is just paying off. They didn't draft Wyatt Teller. They, didn't draft, they got bullies, uh, man. Conklin, Big bullies up Austin. front. Um, You're right. Yeah, so 27-17 Brownies. Man, Dom, I gotta get myself up. Man, I feel I feel tired just talking about all these games. Like I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like these games are just uh so I'm trying to get myself up some energy. All right, man. The, All right, here we go. We're going to the big heavy game bout, Dom. We're going to Bourbon Street. Yes, sir. Ding, heavy ding, heavy ding. game bout. Drew Brees expected ding, to be ding, bad. Ding. I got. I don't think he plays, I, I man. I think that he's gonna just come out of the dark. I'm gonna take this one. I'm gonna take this one if you don't mind, Eve. Um and I'm super excited because this is my second upset game. I'm doing it, man. I'm doing it. All really, right. really respect the Chiefs a ton. They're still um, everyone's super yep. pick right now, probably, right? But I'm going with the Saints. Mm-hmm. Now, when the Saints go marching in, now, when the Saints go marching in. Big, oh big Kamara day, man. Um, <laughs> I'm expecting Breeze to play, so I think that could even be better for Michael Thomas. Uh, I like a lot of points in this one. It really kind of reminds me of that um, 
game they had against the Rams in the Superdome back in 2018. It was pretty high scoring. You know, it was back and forth. And uh, that's kind of how I see this one. And I like our boy Lutz to kick the game-winning field goal as time expires. 35-32 Saints. And they're able to dance in the Big Easy. They're able to, you know. Um, what's, huh. wh- how do you say it? It's like, uh, hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't want to butcher this, but yeah, don't butcher it. I, man. I like, like I said, I like Kamara to have a big day, running and catching. He's going to be the focal point. This is going to be fun to watch. This is one of the big stats that I wanted to talk about with the Chiefs. Okay, let's look at their last okay. few games. It's, it's, it, it was a little eye popping to me. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. We understand that they won. They haven't lost since week five against the Raiders. That's their their only loss. I think they're but let's bored. look at these games. It's a little it was a little eye popping. Okay. Dolphins, six point win. Broncos, six point win. Buccaneers, three point win. Raiders, four points. Panthers, two points. Like that was eye that was eye popping. Yeah, they're bored, like, man. Yeah, they they won all of these games. And a few of them were like, you know, still explode like the the Buccaneers game, Tyreek Hill having 200-some yards or whatever. You know, it didn't seem that close, but it was like, wait a minute. They're only winning right. these games by that much? That's – I don't know. I don't know, but um, – They're disinterested. Laissez les bon temps rouler. Let the good times roll in French. <laughs> <laughs> I know I butchered All that. All right. I don't know. All I right, that, Dom. That's what they say down there in Louisiana. Laissez le bon temps rouler. Let the good times say, roll. I think huh? the good times are going to roll Saturday afternoon for the Saints, man. <laughs> I got, uh, I'll jump in, Dom. I think it's a great spot for an upset. Even if Taysom Hill plays, I think it's a great spot for an upset. Um, points galore in this one um even if uh kansas city doesn't score a lot first new orleans is going to score on that defense mark that down they are going to score points even with Taysom hill um they'll get to 30 but you're right you're going to need 35 to beat kansas city man you're going to need 35 or more um Man, you're making me feel I, – I, I got my sniffers out on this one, man. I'm smelling upset, man. I really am. But uh, I think Kansas City knows that if they focus their attention this week and get a win, um, that might be all they need for that number one seed. Um, and I think they also – their competitive juices come out. So I think they play hard this week. I think they, or they're really focused, kind of like how, how they were against Tampa. They came out, took care of business. Tampa scored two late touchdowns and made the score look closer than what it actually was. Um, I'm going Kansas City to win it. Focus group, focused effort, lots of points. I'm going to go 38-30. to 30. Chiefs over the Saints. And that's it, Dom. Week 15. That's all the, the games book. this week. Making a way down the home stretch. Yep. Week 15 going in the books. Uh, thanks for everybody listening. 
I'm getting a lot better at editing this uh, audio, so it should go up okay. probably Saturday morning. Want to? Um, thanks for listening, shout everybody. Out everybody. Go, we'll go ahead, I, I Dom. I can never win. I can never win this semifinal shout week out. for most leagues um, in fantasy. So I want to shout out everybody in the semifinals. Make those. Yeah. Make those plays and go with uh, go with the logical plays. Get you into that that championship week, man. Week fifteen always haunted me, man. I could never get over the hump. Never could get into that championship. But next year I'm back, baby. But thanks to everybody that listened. It's gonna be a great week fifteen. We'll see you next time. <laughs>